Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. Keep the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars. The games. Starting defense. Place at the table. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. A comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on Football Sunday. Mike and Rashad and Jesse with you till 10 a.m. today. Fantasy Scramble coming up in about 20 minutes. Hate it or love it coming up next. And, uh, you know, screw it. We can't. We don't have time to go through the games because, because we have three minutes left in this segment. Grand opening, grand closing. Uh, so what I'm going to do is we do have one texter on the Better You Today text line and uh, who is – Surprised that both of us have been against the Condoleezza Rice thing and, and is happy that Jesse has an open mind about it. And the only thing I will say is if it if it came across as like anti-woman or anything, it it very, very much is not. Like so a, a texter brought in the joke of uh, Brad Paisley was on Hard Knocks this year for them. I would have the exact same reaction if Brad Paisley was being considered for the job, right? Because he doesn't have experience in the NFL. He doesn't have experience coaching. That's it. It's just that simple. It has nothing to do with anything else other than they picked a person who has literally never coached at all in, in football. That's I, the only reason I react. I say way. don't apologize. I'm not I, apologizing. I, 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 I wouldn't even explain. But I'm just saying. I get, I, I get the, what you're saying. That's but the thought process. Yeah, this, is, this, this had nothing to do with Condoleezza Rice being a woman. How many times did we mention she was a woman outside of being able to motivate these you know grown-ass men in the NFL, which meant other grown-ass men have proven that they can't really – really do like that so other outside of that like she's if she's capable of doing the job then that's cool only thing is we don't know that she's capable of doing any job in the nfl right now outside well, of i mean excuse me true. out of any coaching job let me take yeah, that back yeah. any coaching job no one's saying that she shouldn't be a general manager even team president an assistant to the president whatever the case is no one's saying any of that coaching is much different than being a general manager neil o'shea is an okay general manager i don't know how good of a head coach he would be Right, exactly. That's the only that's that's the only point I was making, is if you are a franchise that has been stuck in the mud forever, I get thinking outside the box, but that to me, and like you said, is part of the reason why Cleveland has continued to struggle, is because I almost feel like the answer is so like obvious in front of them, like there are tons of great coaches who are ready to make that next step, like Sean McVay, right, and yet you go hire Hugh Jackson and then keep him around for too long and then fire him. And it just, it's weird, right? The franchise doesn't run well. So that's all. That was the point we were trying to make. And uh, it's just strange. It's It's a very, very strange story. It's the nineties when we can do stuff. So there you go. All right. Coming up next, let's get to hate it or love it. And then we got the fantasy scramble at nine 30. This is football Sunday on the fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine 
9.15 here on your Sunday morning. That music means it's time for Hate or Love It. We're doing it a bit early today because our Fantasy Scramble is coming up next. Remember, get those uh, start sick questions into the Better You Today text line at 55305. Already have a couple, and we'll get to as many as we can in the last half hour before the games start. Uh, this is not going to be for an award or anything. Frankly, Why? We don't even have to do points if we don't want to. We can Why? just answer the question. Well, because we're not. I think you're ducking me on that win streak of yours, man. I think that's what it is. Well, but no, it's okay. Because there's no prize because we have to do the fantasy scramble. The prize is the last segment. But we got to do the fantasy scramble next. So what are we playing for? Nothing, I guess. Exactly. Bragging right. We don't play for pride on this show. Yeah, we play for wins. You better so give me, you better give I play, me something. I play, for, I play for keeps. <laughs> I play for keeps. Trophies for everybody today. Yeah. Trophies I, for everybody. That's what we don't want, but it's okay. We can play anyway. <laughs> you get a trophy. You get a trophy. Yeah. Participation ribbons. Yeah, right. Hey, I mean, with the... I, I figured, you know, with the uh, win streak that Lynch is on, you'd be happy with the participation streak. No, nah, man, I'm James Harrison over here. We don't do participation <laughs> ribbons in my house, man. We we go for trophies. Okay. A little jab there. Now, uh, I'll, I'll put the points in anyways. We can count the win. We don't have to count the win. It could be a bye week. I don't know. I'm uh, fine with whatever. Whatever. Whatever we I don't have do. to do points either. That's cool. I mean, it makes makes things easier for Let's me. Let's just have some fun. It's a fun day. And keep a three-game win streak. Sunday fun day. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, for fun, uh, let's go to Baltimore, where the Ravens will be without Joe Flacco. The sky is falling. Probably not. I think they're excited to see Lamar Jackson. He's, as um, Flacco has been extremely pedestrian- this year love or hate lamar jackson will play so well he will force joe flacco to the bench for the rest of the season i'm gonna say hate um i just don't think he's ready from what i've seen now i know he hasn't been put into a lot of real passing situations but he i've seen him throw the football a couple of times in some of those weird like double quarterback packages they put out there it just seems a little awkward. And even if he's that good and he's good enough to be a starter in this league, he hasn't been given that full opportunity yet. So I'm not sure it's going to click this week. Granted, the Cincinnati Bengals defense is a dumpster fire right now. So that could allow for some, uh, some good point action for him in terms of fantasy points and stuff. But I think he's, he will eventually supplant Joe Flacco who has crumbled back to mediocrity this year. Um, but I'm just not sold that he's going to do it in this week. I think he'll show that he can. He has the ceiling to be better, but I'm not sure this week's going to be the week. So I'll say hate. Um, I'm gonna ah, jeez. I want to say I want to say love, and I'm gonna say love uh, for actually one of the reasons that Lynch kind of just mentioned is the fact that um, this Bengals defense is meh. You know, <clears throat> right now it's not quite the Bengals defense that we remember from a few years ago so with that and you're playing at home in your first start so that's a great opportunity to kind of get a good you know uh, start quick and everything you got guys like michael crabtree on your roster that you know it can be uh, a big playmaker for your squad we know that the sh- uh, that lamar jackson can be electric we saw him play for years um at over at um what was it, louisville? Was it louisville? louisville yeah louisville that's what i was trying to 
trying to remember, but we Heisman saw Heisman winning. Heisman winning. You know, and really had a, a better year his second year that he didn't win the uh, that he didn't win the Have Heisman, you seen so. how bad Louisville is this year? It shows how good Lamar Jackson was that's, for he, them. He carried them in the ACC and a, really a, a resurgent ACC that's actually much better than people want to give them uh, a lot of credit for. But you know, guys like Alex Collins and Willie Snead, like you have some weapons around you you might be able to make some some things happen we know lamar jackson can use his legs we've seen him in there in those small packages coming in try to a wishbone or something like that trying to make something happen when they put um when they put flacco you know out as one of the receivers which is a stupid idea because flacco out of these probably the slowest quarterback in the league but i think with the next three weeks he's got three opportunities to really show that he can play quarterback in the league uh the raiders defense is not very good the Falcons' defense is back and forth, but for the most part, not very good. Up until they play the Chiefs, who have a great offense, but a defense that's still just kind of, huh. Lamar Jackson has a chance to finish the season with four really good games against four defenses that are just kind of okay. That that would have been a, a super point, right? I probably would have given multiple points for that. Woo! because um, Don't tell me that now. I don't yeah, want to hear yeah, that no, now. Uh, that right there <laughs> is probably one of the, the best points that you've ever brought up. Cause Jeez. It, wow. No, the you put in... The, the schedule that he's got going down the stretch. They gave up, what, 51 last week in Cincinnati? Yes. And, and then you get Oakland next week, which is literally the worst team in the NFL. Like, they are inept. Yeah. They, the, uh, the, no, that's... The Falcons can't figure it out defensively. The Chiefs are a great offensive team, but they have no idea how to stop anybody defense. on defense. Yeah, so. and, uh, he'll be able to make plays with his legs against the Chiefs. And, like, and mind you, the he probably, the last game of the season, he probably won't play against, he's not going to play against the Chiefs number one. You know, all those guys yeah. are going to rest because they're more than likely going to get a first round bye. And so yep. they're going to want to rest up for the playoffs. So he's going to have a chance to go and get the number twos, especially that last week. Expect Lamar Jackson to do great things. And hopefully that starts today. I think his number one hurdle is John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is one stubborn dude. He's he may not be the coach uh, no, for much well, longer either. Yeah, well, he'll finish out the season, but no, he won't be a coach much longer past that. Uh, let's move on to the NFC North where Chicago reigns supreme over everybody. Who saw that at the beginning of the season? The Bears. Nobody. The Bears. Nobody saw this coming. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, I've outright said he's a scrub. Uh, he's the first quarterback since, like, 1952 to pass for 300 yards and three touchdowns in, like, three games, consecutive games. Like, that's how bad the quarterback situation's been for the Bears in all, <laughs> all these years. But uh, with that mean? said. What do you mean? Rex Grossman. Stop uh, it. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah, Jay Sexy Cutler, Rexy. Jay Cutler. Yeah, I, I just know that one blows my mind because Jay Cutler did throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. How he didn't do that blows my mind. With that said, Chicago's won six of the last eight. They lead the NFC North Division but still have to play Minnesota twice starting today. Love or hate, Chicago maintains control of the NFC North into the playoffs. Uh, I hate. I hate that 100%. As good as the Bears have looked at times this year, Mitchell Trubisky has massive flaws at the quarterback position. Agreed. He is he is Mr. Dink and Dunk right now. He throws the ball to two players, Tariq Cohen and Trey Burton. The fact that he threw the ball to Allen Robinson last week was eye-opening. It was like, wait, you realize you have a number one receiver on your team and you finally decided to throw him the football? Holy cow, look at you, Mitch. Um... He is a great running quarterback, but he relies too much on his legs a little bit too, where he, he gives up early and goes for the for the rushes. And I think because he's not the fastest guy, teams kind of give him some space to run, and he, he takes advantage of it as well. I also, although the Packers losing to the Seahawks puts a little bit of a, a an issue into this point, I still view the Vikings as a better team than the Bears, even though they started off the year slow. Um, their defense is still really, really good and has played much better as the year has gone on. 
Kirk Cousins hasn't fully realized how good this offense is. Dalvin Cook is fully healthy again this week, which should help the running game. Adam Thielen's a monster. Stephon Diggs is still really good. I think the Vikings are still a better team, and they're going to win tonight. So I'm going to go, hey, Vikings will win the division. Um, I, ooh, I don't see the Vikings. I need to see the Vikings schedule. Um, I really like – I'm going to love play it. play each other twice, so that's key. Uh, I'm going to love it. I think right now the Bears uh, are playing great football, and a lot of that started with the Khalil Mack trade. I think he was somebody that came in there and gave them a big shot of adrenaline in the arm. Like one of the things that he does in practice is they put the ball on the opposite side of the field, and then to start practice, everybody races to the ball. There's no prize involved. There's no anything. It's just bragging rights, and that's one of those things that that's kind of going back to high school football, even Pop Warner, to just do things, man, just to see who's the best and just to see who's at, at every position. And that's kind of one of those things that Khalil Mack bought in. And then you look at a guy like Mitchell Trubisky and his growth. Last year, he threw seven touchdowns. This year, he's got 17. The season isn't over yet. He's got seven interceptions. And really, to, if we're being honest, man, doesn't really have a, a number. In my opinion, man, doesn't really have a number one receiver. Allen Robinson is a good receiver, but is Allen Robinson a number one? And on any one of the great teams or any one of the teams that is really, really good in the NFL? I don't believe so. And then Kevin White, who we've been waiting for for the past, I don't know, three years because of injury. Like, he doesn't really have a weapon yet. You know, uh, Trey Burton is a, is a good tight end, and I like him. But outside of that, he doesn't have the weapons that he should work with. So I know you said he's been kind of – he hasn't been awesome. And you're right, he hasn't been awesome. But he's been much better than I think a lot of us expected this Bears offense well, here's to the be. Thing. He has been awesome. But when you watch it, it's not like it's he's not a world arm yeah. that's that amazing. He had one great game where, what was he, got like five passing touchdowns in like week six or something. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, it's been – like a lot of his receivers doing some work. He, he reminds me a lot of young Joe Flacco in the sense that I don't expect a whole lot from him, but he, he just figures out ways to make sure his team can win. So uh, what the question was, are they going to win the division? Yeah, I think, basically. Yeah. I think the Bears are at this point, the, the Packers can't figure it out. The Lions are up and down. They're a mess for whatever reason. The Vikings are the one team that could challenge them, but they've had some struggles this year, especially because they have a first place schedule. Considering the rest of the Bears schedule, I don't see why they couldn't win this division. Uh, I, I agree with Mike in the fact that I think uh, Minnesota should be a better team. They haven't played like it this year, but I, I think the the key is if, that today's the linchpin. If they win today, then then but, their division is and, there. And if you look at the rest of the, of the Bears schedule, you know, today obviously against the Vikings, which could be a tough, really tough game for them in division. The Lions, they should win that. The Giants, they'll lose to the Rams. They'll beat the Packers. They'll beat the uh, the 49ers, and then again with the Vikings. So there's a great opportunity. Unless they can split with the Vikings, they can definitely win that division. So the NFC East is a mess. Um, uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles have four wins on the season. Um, they're uh, Basically, the Redskins have a two-game lead in the division. Love or hate, the Redskins will win the NFC East. I hate it. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to come back and win the division. They're, the Eagles are a good team that has not played to their full potential. Redskins have had like 900 offensive line injuries. And I honestly, I don't really like the Redskins. Alex Smith has played fine. They've had some good games. They're weird. When you think they're going to lose, they win. When you think they're going to win, they lose. Agreed. They, they don't do anything that makes sense. And I honestly think the Eagles are about to pop. I think you're about to see a couple of wins in a row for Philly. Um, I saw this report today that Golden Tate's going to become more included in the offense this week. He only played on 18 snaps last week. So if you have him playing at his full potential with Zach Ertz, who caught like 900 passes last week, and Carson Wentz fully healthy, if you figure out the running game, I think they're fine. So I think the Eagles will win the division. 
the NFC East. Um, I don't know. I still something about the Eagles. I still just don't trust right now. Uh, I know they have a, a a really good roster, but yet and still, that that Super Bowl hangover is real. And while Carson Wentz is playing really really well right now, man, I just don't trust the rest of that. You know, the rest of that team. Um, Washington, I, like I'm with Lynch. Like I don't I don't know exactly what to make of Washington right now, you know, but we, I do know Alex Smith is consistent, at least. He's been over there in the NFC, the NFC East, and he's been at least, you know, working and moving forward. But I don't know. I, I, I think the Eagles have what it takes to be able to pop, but I also think the Washington might be in a position to really make some moves. I mean, sometimes having a new guy in there as your trigger man that kind of changes your temperament, that might have been everything that Washington needed. And they're competitive this year. And I think that's something that we haven't seen from uh, Washington in quite a while is them being really, really competitive. So I think they can still hold hold it down. The Giants are terrible. The Eagles are back and forth. The Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys. I think if you're looking at any of those teams, Washington is definitely the best of the bunch right now. All right, we got to go. Uh, coming up next, it is our fantasy scramble. So if you have start sick questions, get them in now. Better you today text line 55305. We'll get to them next. First, Jesse O Sports Center. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. All right, you know what time it is. It is time for the Fantasy Scramble. Better you today, text line 55305. Get those questions in right now, and we'll get to as many as we can for the rest of the show. I will start with a couple that came early from one of our P1s, RJ. First one, Kirk Cousins or Ryan Fitzpatrick. He goes, I have feeling opponent has digs. Well, Either way, I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't know if the feeling digs things matter because it's both cousins. So it's not like the the Fitzmagic thing has a has an impact on that. Um, this is a, an interesting one because I think Fitzpatrick is going to have a good week this week. But I would go with Kirk Cousins in this matchup. Uh, I like Kirk Cousins today. I think this is easier for me, Cousins. And then the other question from RJ earlier was, Josh Adams or Royce Freeman? Yes, I'm desperate. Josh Adams. Royce Freeman has basically been 100% passed over by Philip Lindsay, and Josh Adams is the only running back for Philly that has done anything of note the last couple of weeks, so I would say him. Uh, who are the two? I'm trying to find this text. I'm sorry. Royce Freeman, Josh Adams. Uh, Royce Freeman. Uh, geez. Um, I'm still going to roll out, I think, Royce Freeman. I mean, Josh Adams has yet to – he has one catch on the season. He has yet to see more than nine touches in a game. I, it's just, I agree with Mike when Philip Lindsay has surpassed Royce Freeman for the top dog spot, but I think that Royce is still the goal to go guy. Um, and I still think that he possibly is going to get more opportunities in this game. The Chargers aren't world beater against the run game. Uh, I just don't trust anything out of Philly. My wide receivers are a mess. Non-PPR start to Calvin Ridley, Deshaun Jackson, Amari Cooper. Ugh. The non-PPR, how do people play non-PPR now? I feel like even if it's like a half-point PPR, it's still better. 
just because it gives you some points for catches, which I think are important. Um, so Calvin Ridley is still he, he interests me, and because he got a touchdown a couple weeks ago, but last week he was non-existent. They're actually giving Julio some touchdowns now, which is exciting for me as a Julio owner. I, I don't love Amari Cooper on the on the Cowboys now. I mean, he he's done more, I guess, since he's gotten there, but I don't love it. And Deshaun Jackson is so reliant on his yardage. You know what? I'm going to go Deshaun Jackson and Amari Cooper because Deshaun Jackson might get three catches, but if those three catches hit for what they normally are, it'll be for like 90 yards. So that'll get you points in the non-PPR league, and you won't worry about the three catches. And Cooper has been targeted enough on the Cowboys that I think you'll get a decent amount of yardage out of him. So I'll say Cooper and Deshaun Jackson. Um. Yeah, I, I like Cooper. They're really trying to work him into really being the number one, which he is. But they, they're, I've been hearing uh, they're really working him into the offense, making him more and more comfortable. So Cooper, Deshaun Jackson is going to get at least one 40-yard touchdown catch. You know that's going to happen. Fitzpatrick loves him. So uh, I'm going with those two as well. Uh, I'll throw Cooper in there. Um, I, this this comes down to me, uh, my classic, do you need a Hail Mary or do you need someone you think is going to be a little bit more involved consistently? I think if you're going to look for somebody who's going to have a steadier floor, I think that's going to be Calvin Ridley. Um, he, it, Granted, it, you want him to catch a touchdown, but he is incredibly involved in this passing game every week. Deshaun Jackson, as much as I think Fitzmagic likes him, is a very – fickle play he's either going to go off or he's not now if you think if you're projected to be but di- lose by 15 i probably throw deshaun jackson in there and hope he gets a, a long touchdown catch or two uh the other question same guy with another receiver issue pick two demarius thomas stefan diggs tyler boyd to me it's diggs and boyd on this one um aj green's still out so you have to play boyd for sure mm-hmm. and i think demarius thomas will get some more looks in the houston offense but I want to see it first before I commit to it, and uh, I like Diggs, so I'll go Diggs and Boyd. I like Diggs and Boyd as well. Diggs and Boyd. I think DT is going to come on down the stretch, but like Mike, I want to see it as well. Uh, we've got half point PPR, Kyle Rudolph or Ricky Seals Jones. Look at that fun with tight ends this year. Everyone, almost everyone, is having the miserable experience of trying to find a tight end that's worth a damn this year. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is playing Chicago. That's the Sunday night game. He has been a basically a four to five point average guy throughout the season. And then Ricky Seals Jones, uh, basically about the same. I think Rudolph's going to get more looks in general than Ricky Seals Jones will. And uh, I think Josh Rosen has turned into a bit more of a gunslinger. He stopped going for every safe pass that's available. You've noticed Larry Fitzgerald has gotten more targets, which has been desperately needed for a lot of people. I th- I'm going to go Rudolph on this one. Rudolph. Uh, I understand the Ricky Seals-Jones thing. I, I think the uh, Arizona offense is kind of going through a midseason renaissance, um, and I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I think it's a great um, it's a great matchup. I probably would throw him in over Rudolph. I just uh, you, You're not getting out of Rudolph what you were hoping to get, you know, obviously when you drafted him. Um, it, there's definitely a better connection between Kirk Cousins and – Thielen and Diggs, and now you got to compete with Cook coming in, and he's going to be a part of the passing game. And I just, I don't, I don't like Rudolph much. Uh, he's a t- touchdown or bust, and Ricky Seals is as well. But you're playing Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got full point PPR, Marlon Mack, or Adrian Peterson. 
This is a tough one. Marlon Mack had an explosive two games before their bye and then got shut down against Jacksonville, although I guess that shouldn't be too surprising because their rush defense is still good. I'm going to go Marlon Mack on this one. He doesn't catch a lot of passes. Neither does Adrian Peterson. But uh, I think we're hitting the AP wall right now. AP was great early part in the season, and I think we're starting to hit the he's old and starting to slow down a little bit time of the season. I'm going to go Mack. Uh, yeah, AP has definitely hit the wall, the, the old people wall. Uh, Mac is, you know, younger. Again, hasn't, hasn't been awesome this year, but AP has kind of cooled off as well. So I don't want to go against him because this might be the week that he has a, you know, a resurgence, but I doubt it. So I'm Mac. Um, this is a tough one. I, I agree that AP, it's not that I don't think it's necessarily the old thing with AP, which surprises me because, you know, um, he's old. Uh, that that offensive line in Washington's a mess. Uh, they're I think without three starters now. Um, it, it, the the nice thing is AP is getting fed the ball. The problem with Marlon Mack is the 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 last three games against Tennessee, best yardage uh, rushed against them is 61 yards. So they've had 41, 61, and 27 yards rushed against them. 14 attempts, 17 attempts, and 13 attempts. You're not running against this team. Very well. They have come on um, since their bye. I'm really – and then at the same time, Marlon Mack is surprisingly not used in the passing game very much. I think that's more because of Naeem Hines. And so with that said, I think this is a coin flip. I, I think it, either way, you, you have a bad matchup either way. Um, I'm probably going to go Marlon Mack because I think he has more game-breaking potential. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think you should expect much out of either one of these players. Half point PPR, Devin Funches or Josh Reynolds? That's an easy one for me. It's Funches. I also added Reynolds this week. What? That's who? What? Uh, I also added. Oh my god! I also I, I hate Devin Funches. That's 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 why it's funny. Uh, I added Josh Reynolds in my league this week because I lost Cooper Cup to the injury, and I want to see how he does. But that's exactly the point. I want to see how he does. He caught two touchdowns in the last game Cooper Cup missed on three catches. So. That's positive, but also mean he only got three three catches. Now, I think them knowing Cup is out for the rest of the year, they're going to want to work Reynolds into it more because they rely so heavily on their three wide receiver sets that he's going to get some impact catches and some plays and some games. But I just don't know yet. And Funches, even though I still don't like him, still gets looks every single game. So I would go with Funches. I think Reynolds is is really, like, again – uh, Cooper Cup, Woods, and Cooks, they, you know, like a three-headed monster. They just continue to catch passes. And now that uh, that Cup is out, I'm thinking more defenses are probably going to start keying in on the other two, you know, big-name receivers. And he may find himself with an opportunity to be open. You know, you look at guys that like Chris Hogan, you know, for a while in New England, he was so wide open because Gronkowski and Edelman recovered. And so he was able to do some of those things. So I think this could be a big day for him. So I'm going to go ahead and go Reynolds. Also, I hate Devin Funches because in the last three weeks combined, he has 12 points. Yeah, no, he, Devin Funches has not been great. Like, no surprise, this coincides with Greg Olson coming back. Um, Cam Newton's favorite target. Cam Newton's favorite targets. Devin Funches, I think... This this sucks for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have Josh Reynolds or Devin Funches. The problem is, is Josh Reynolds, his best day receiving the ball is, is three three catches. Um, I still think Devin Funches has a little bit more upside. Uh, could 
Could Josh Reynolds outscore him? Yes, but I think you have a safer floor with a guy like Devin Funches. All right, let's take a break, and we'll wrap up with the final questions that we've got in the next segment. Football Sunday on the fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, one final segment to go here on Football Sunday. We are continuing the fantasy scramble. We lead you into a doubleheader of NFL games starting next, but let's get to it because we got plenty of questions we got to get to. Golden Tate or Jordan Howard at Flex Non PPR? I'm sorry, this is your decision. I think Golden Tate's only valuable in PPR at the moment, so I go Jordan Howard, touchdown dependent, of course. Uh, wow, that's a good one. Well, it's not a good one, but yeah, Jordan touchdown Howard. dependent, right? Yeah. Jordan Howard. Uh, yeah, no, um, I'm gonna go Jordan Howard as well. I just, I once again, I need to see what that role is going to be for Golden Tate. More snaps doesn't mean much. It could mean twenty. I just. I need to see Golden Tate do something before I'm willing to throw him out there when I know Jordan Howard. Granted, it's not necessarily likely, but can easily just kind of fall in the end zone twice. This is an interesting one. It is need two, Tyler Boyd, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Cooks. Now, I'm going to go with Cooks and Boyd in this one. So Diggs had a great game a couple of a couple of games ago with a bye week in between there. Um, but generally this year, he's been a little bit disappointing. Tyler Boyd has been so consistent and no AJ green, in my opinion, means that he's going to see a, a boatload of targets. And I think cooks, especially without cup is going to see a little bit more as well. And is playing an elite offense. So I'd say cooks and Boyd cooks and Boyd. Uh, sweep it. Uh, Dalvin cook. Is he finally going to do something today? I have him or Deshaun Jackson. I can play in that spot. I think he is. Dalvin Cook, they said, is going to get a full workload today. And I remember how good he was before he got hurt last year. And he actually had a couple of good runs in his limited workload last week. I'm I'm in the full-on on the trust Dalvin Cook right now boat. I pick him over Deshaun Jackson. Absolutely, I pick him over Deshaun Jackson. Dalvin Cook showed that he was a beast last year and outside of some injuries like that. Just kind of derailed him. Yeah. Sweep it. One point PPR. I've got Travis Kelsey at, flag, or at tight end. Flex, Eric Ebron or Willie Sneed? I'm going Ebron on this one. Now, I understand the Sneed. I actually just added Sneed this week, too. I don't know how he does with Lamar Jackson. Sneed has been Mr. like seven catches a game from Joe Flacco. I don't know what that means with, with Lamar Jackson. Also, Sneed still hasn't gone over like 50 yards receiving. So you get points from his catches, but not from his yards. Ebron is a touchdown machine. We know Andrew Luck loves throwing to his tight end. That's always been the case. And Ebron has just been dominant this year in the in the end zone. I'm going Ebron. Yeah, I like Ebron as well. It's crazy. Man, we've been pretty simpatico today, Lynch. I like it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like Ebron as well. Like, since Andrew Luck has came back, he's his number one target. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton feels about that. But, hey, man, at this point, Ebron has become one of the better tight ends in the league. Sweep it. <laughs> we're, all, we're all agreeing with each other. Drew Brees or Carson Wentz playing each other. I'm going to go Breeze on this one. He's just got – he's just the better quarterback right now. They're, they're, you'll get points from both of them because uh, both defenses have struggled, but I, I think Breeze has the higher upside. <laughs> Drew Breeze. Is Breeze or who? Uh, Carson Wentz. And let's go with uh, 
Uh, Breeze. I was about to say, you better stay with the motif on that one. Uh, O.J. Howard or Evan Ingram? Hmm. Hmm. Another interesting tight end question with a bunch of players in a position that don't play well. O.J. Howard is super reliant on touchdowns and big plays. And uh, Evan Ingram has been not great this year. I'm going to go O.J. Howard. Yeah. He's just been more consistent. Jeez. Uh, oh, Although... Jameis Winston throws to O.J. Howard more than Ryan Fitzpatrick does. But still, I still pick him. So I have to start Evan Ingram today? I'm sorry. Or at most weeks? I'm sorry. So, um, Considering he gets six points, three points, two o- points, o- 11 o- points. Yeah, he's been pretty awful. O.J. Howard. I don't want you guys to be like me. Be better than me, O.J. Howard. Um, I think Howard as well. It's a half-point PPR, by the way, but Howard, Howard. also gets more catches. Um, half point PPR, Demarius Thomas or Larry Fitzgerald. Now this is a tough one for me. So Larry Fitz has gotten a little bit better. I talked about it last segment with Josh Rosen starting to open up in the passing game a little bit more in Arizona. Demarius Thomas looked good on one drive for Houston in his first game, but basically disappeared from the play, uh, the play calling after that. I'm going to wait and see approach for Demarius Thomas. I don't trust him yet. We saw Will Fuller have a huge role. If DT stands, stands to gain that role, then it will be big. But I don't know yet. So I'm going to pick uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, uh, wow. I like Demarius, and I think he's going to figure out his his place in that offense really soon. Uh, this could be the week, though. Um, I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to go Demarius. I think this could be the week that he really – that they figure out what he's supposed to do in this offense. Uh, th- This one's kind of a – I, I think I like DT, too. I think he's got a little bit more game-breaking potential. Um, and then I, I imagine Washington's going to be really focused on Nuke and going to open up some opportunities for DT. We saw um, just in the first week where they just had a couple days working together, DT was able to make a couple plays, get 60 yards receptions on three or four uh, – 60 yards on three or four receptions. So I, I think I would go with DT for his game – breaking ability in this offense this is a really tough one cam newton against the lions jared goff against the chiefs um cam newton's rushing ability always makes me want to lean to pick him because rushing touchdowns are worth more and he can still pass the ball i think i think goff i think the rams chiefs game is going to be a shootout and you're going to get a lot of points for both of those quarterbacks so i think I don't think you can go wrong on this one. If I had to pick, I would pick Cam. But honestly, either or is great. Like, you're good. Either one, you're good. So I have Jerry Goff on my bench and hasn't played all season. And That's there's because been... you have Cam Newton? No, because I have Andrew Luck. Oh. You know, so, and, and Luck has been good, you know. I would have started Goff more than Luck. Though. No, but, I mean, and now I'm figuring out that Goff is money. So if you have Goff, I would go with him. Cam has been great this year, though. So luck has been great though too. Um, but of the three, I would probably go. I'd probably go Cam. You know, Cam's going to give you some more with his legs too. So you have a great opportunity. To, you're going to score a touchdown with Cam tonight. You know that for sure. Uh, no, I'm. I'm going to go uh, opposite. I'm going to go golf. Uh, I, I think, like you guys said, this is projected to be a shootout. I. I think you know Rams are going to have to score points. Kansas City's obviously going to score some points. Um, and I mean, it, when you go and look at it and what Cam Newton's done this season, he has exactly how many games over 300 yards passing Cam Newton. Yeah. One. He's got one game this season yes. over 300 yards passing. I think I'll take uh, Jared Goff this season. I know 
The Goff doesn't give you the rushing, but uh, he's just that. Uh, when you think about what happened last week with Carolina, these two teams are going in opposite directions. All right, we got two minutes. Let's get to the last two ones before we leave. Uh, Matt uh, Ryan or Drew Brees? I'm going Drew Brees in that one. Uh, Drew Brees. Brees. And Big Ben or Marcus Mariota? That's easy. Mar- or Big Ben. Sorry. Big Ben. Ben. He's been, he's I, been on I don't fire like Big lately. Ben, but yeah, no, you gotta you gotta load him up. He's got like 60 points in the last two weeks combined. All right, that's going to do it for us. Coming up next, we got a double header of NFL football for you. Now, next week, we do not have a show. It is likely our last week without a show, unless they flex the Seahawks game to 10 a.m. again. Um, I I would have been out anyway because I'm, I'm going uh, back to New Jersey for Thanksgiving this weekend. But uh, we are off this coming weekend, and then we will be back next week, 9 to 11. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your time with your family, bro. Enjoy your time with your family. Thank you. And good luck on your fantasy matchups. This is a big week for a lot of people. This is a make or break week. There's a lot of people around the playoff edge. I've seen in a lot of leagues. I, lost, la- I lost last week to somebody with four buys in his lineup. So, yeah, I that'll, need this week to go well. That'll happen. I got two players against me who went for six and one on Thursday. So I'm feeling okay. That's good. I'm losing seven nothing, but he has two players gone already. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us. What are the games coming up next, Jesse? Uh, well, we got uh, coming up next, we have the Texans at the Redskins over on 910. Uh, and then we have over here on 1080, Titans at the Colts. And then the evening game, Broncos at the Chargers over 910, Eagles at the Saints. Four games for you here on the Fan in 910. Lots of good ones, too. All good ones. Just a ton of good games. It's going to be a great week in the NFL this week. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Thanks for texting the Better Eat Today. Text line at 55305. We love you. Omaha! 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 This one's for Pat!